Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I am one of your hosts, Kirk Smith, and my co-host here is always the very talented... Graham K. I'm talented. That's so nice of you to say. I appreciate it. <laughs> very um, talented, just, just talented on TV. as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, a, a dying thing. I was on a dying thing that might not exist in five years. Well, we say we TV. say that into our radio show, by the way. So all yeah. things that are old are new again. <laughs> this is not a radio show. <laughs> How old are you? You think we've been on FM or AM this whole time, buddy? This is well, a podcast. Uh, We're the future. We're the cutting edge. <laughs> I listen to it in my car radio, so it's radio. Um, <laughs> guys, this is your comedian's guide to autism, and I have a severely autistic son who's uh 20 now just turned 20 happy birthday jj and, happy uh, birthday jj yeah tell us about your brother pete uh i have a not a brother who has autism and uh yep you guys know and, and if you don't know now you know uh <laughs> but anyway yeah we've been told to keep the intro shorter so we're doing it shorter and uh please don't yell at us so that's that's the podcast <laughs> and um and yeah, so how are you, man? We haven't talked in a while. I'm good. It's been uh, we had a couple of travel things, and uh, we, it's it's been a little while, right? We uh, I'm in beautiful Toronto for a few days. Cold, brisk. It's about uh, thirty degrees Fahrenheit, and everybody from Toronto tells me how lovely it is. And uh, so, what well, is thirty degrees? Yeah, but it's a clean, crisp thirty. Okay. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, just get in the sun, get that, get that, get on the sunny side of the street, get a, get a hot coffee. It's great. I think it's all, everybody's you know? got all these glass buildings here too, to just soak up the reflection of the sun. It's mostly reflection I'm getting out here, but uh, yeah, I'm doing okay. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Uh, a lot of shows. What How about you? What are you doing you? in Toronto? What are you doing in Toronto? I've got shows this week and then I'm at the Yuck Yucks in, um, what is it called? Niagara Falls. So I flew to Toronto for a few days Ooh. just to do some shows and uh, yeah, make a little make a little Canadian dough. Make some uh, that plastic Ooh. money that smells like maple leaves. Uh, American yeah. listeners, that's not a joke. They actually infuse their money with uh, the odor of maple, so their money smells like the maple. Yeah, not all, just like the fifties, right? Like the fifties and hundreds. I think 100s? it's the fifties and the twenties. I don't know. It's definitely the fifties. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think the twenty or below, but at the fifty, the fifties, uh, the fifty and a hundred. I think the fifty for sure does because it's got like a maple leaf on it. Crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's fun. That is just a fun little thing that we do. Anyway, <laughs> uh, congratulations for making seventy cents on the American dollar. <laughs> uh, You're not lying. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> My buddy is American and just performed. Uh, funny comedian Freddie G and just performed in Halifax, Canada, Nova Scotia. He came back and he talked to the he like deposited the check and the bank teller gave him one for one exchange rate and he was like, "I don't think that's right." She's like, "We don't do what the uh with we don't do uh the regular exchange rates. We do, you know, whatever ours is." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> <She's> just, <laughs> There's no way they don't for, fix that. <laughs> good for me. <laughs> Got a dumb lady. Uh, or maybe just a nice lady. <laughs> but yeah, so so you're over there. A I'm a uh, very I'm nice a, lady who's about to be fired. Where are you at? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the. You're uh, 30 degrees in in my homeland, and I am 75 degrees 
sunny day in uh, somewhere near Puerto Rico in the ocean. I'm wow. On a cruise ship doing doing comedy again. Uh, I haven't done it in a few months, so you know what? I was kind of lo- actually looking forward to this one, you know? Just before holidays, so I'm working out every day because I know I'm going to just get really fat coming up. <laughs> so we'll try and prep. Just trying to prep. Just trying to prep. I'm like the only, only person on this cruise ship who's like whose goal is to lose weight this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's probably true. Yeah. Those huge oh, yeah. buffets One. and the tiny bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh <laughs> So you got a big week in review, right? JJ had his birthday, turned twenty. You got two children that are not, that are in their twenties now. I know, You're old. Two, two adult children. I know. There's You're now, there's, old. I feel dude. like there's just, my family's just three adult children, them two and me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had, I had a, <laughs> yeah. a fun trip to uh, to You're Sweden to see him. <laughs> and uh, but tell us about your week in review. I don't want to bury the lead. I know you got uh, you have a big one, and uh, I don't want to. I don't want to steal your thunder. Tell us about what's going on with Pete, bud. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, that's right. Well, um, you know, I'm I'm a little over it now, but I was I was rattled for a couple weeks actually. I um, yeah, I I Peter, I, I we were just talking on the phone, and my brother uh, had a seizure on the phone with me and he's never had a seizure before. It was really scary. There was, you know, he's 34, never had a seizure. Uh, and, and, and you know, he, he said he had had one once before at a swimming pool and he couldn't remember where we were just talking. And then he just couldn't respond. He sounded, it sounded like he was, you know, when someone's sort of waking up out of a dream and they're not speaking kind of nonsense. And he was kind of like that and heavy breathing. And then the phone went dark. He just hung up and it was so scary. And uh, he wouldn't answer. I called back. I called my dad. Luckily, my dad was in the car already just on the way back from probably the hardware store. <laughs> and uh, as he is wont to Your do. Your dad's like a, a Canadian cartoon figure, but continue. <laughs> yeah. And, and he was like, oh, I'll head over. And so, you know. My dad's cool and calm under pressure. I didn't want to call my mom because, you know, I, she'd go crazy. But, like, my dad went there, and uh, I was able to call back and get in touch with Peter before my dad arrived. And Peter was a little confused for about three to five minutes on the phone, even then. You know, and then you could see he was coming. You could hear over the phone he was coming out of the fog. And, um, you know, he didn't want to talk about it. He was scared um, that you could sort of tell that he's scared to show any weakness because he's scared that his house will get taken away. He doesn't want to lose independence. Yeah, it's his happiest thing in the world. The thing that makes him the happiest is his own apartment. And just really concerned that this is something that is going to result in him losing his independence like you said and so he was sort of being really secretive about past events what it felt like and we assured him that everything was going to be fine you know he's not going to lose his house and he sort of opened up a bit and he said that it happened once before the swimming pool he couldn't remember where which or what what year which is strange because he he always remembers years you know yeah 
to to the you know he just he's really good at past dates, and um, he couldn't remember exactly which pool it happened at. It's just sort of pretty scary. Uh, my parents when he got there, my my dad said that he looked he was he was normal. They both I guess my mom he told my 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 dad obviously told my mother and they both the three of them went to the emergency room, and um. He was fine. I mean, they 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 did a a CT scan and um, a blood work, and everything came back normal. And I talked to the doctor on the phone, and you know, told them exactly what happened. And you know, we're sort of we're waiting to see a, a specialist now. So I guess they don't think that he's in any grave danger because if he was he would see a specialist right away so i guess it's going to be in another few weeks but i don't, I don't know it's the, you know i was pretty rattled for i'm i, I missed a couple comedy shows because i was just not in my own head I, I forgot about them and it was you know it was scary it was a really scary thing and it it just makes you realize that nothing matters in life except for your family's health and your health Really, nothing matters. Yep. You know, it, it, it just selfishly or not, I was thinking, okay, Peter's having seizures now. Uh, I have to move home pretty soon. My parents both just turned seventy. They're, you know, they're right. They're twins. Um, and <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but they, but they're this. You know, it's just scary. You know, like. And 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 you're just like okay, well. How does how does let me jump in here? Sorry. Time's how, up. How does how does Peter react when you? I know you said he's cagey to disclosing information, but how does he react to going to do the the brain scans and stuff? Is he is he cool with that, or is he unsettle him or what? No, he's pretty. He's a tough kid. He's okay. a tough kid. Uh, he's fine with that. My mother, he was just hungry. He was pissed off. He was. We, we got here <laughs> ate dinner so late. He gets hangry, uh, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, from the, they were there for three hours, or from because they had to wait for the blood work, and then you know, hospitals are they like couldn't find. They're like somebody told them to wait in one room, and then that was the wrong room, and then they were looking for my family for like forty minutes <laughs> to <laughs> tell them, you know. But anyway, they uh, they uh, they they. What He's was uh, what was concluded of. as far as are they are they gonna prescribe some, um, you know I, I had a conversation with my doctor sorry my son's doctor last week, where as you guys mm -hmm. long time listeners know he has seizures and so we did a back and forth on, you know trying to outweigh the side effects of the anticonvulsive uh, medication versus just the convulsions like or, or the seizures you know which ones worse for you the side effects worse or the medicines worse for us for right now we decided yeah. that uh yeah we're not doing the the anticonvulsants or we're not sorry we aren't doing the medication that stops the seizures what we're using is i think it's an anticonvulsant that it's when he gets a seizure they sp spray this stuff in his mouth that stops the seizure but if the seizure goes less than oh, five wow. minutes then it's considered normal. I'm using air quotes, but it's considered normal. If it's more than five minutes, then you know, call the hospital or whatever. But uh, 
Yeah. And if it's like at two minutes, three minutes, you spray this stuff in his in his mouth. And uh, what did you guys decide? Are you still going through that? Is he going to take medication to stop it? Or what's, what was decided? Well, they don't know. Nothing's decided. It was under three minutes. So I guess there. I, here, look, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't talked to the doctor specifically. I got to talk to my parents more about it, I guess. But from what I know, we're holding tight to see uh, the neurologist or the the head doctor, okay. brain doctor. Um, and so that tells me that they're not too concerned. And then this is only his, his second one in his whole life, right? According, maybe, you know, who knows? According to him, he said he was going to a dream place and he couldn't get out of the dream place. And there was like heavy breathing and... So, who knows, man. But he's happy now. He's happy. Good spirits. I talk to him. I talk to him pretty much every day. He's bored because he still is not working. He, he found out. I think we talked about it last episode. But he six weeks out of work. And now he's yep. only three we- three weeks left. So he's every day is a countdown. He's like one more day, and then it's only three weeks left. Then I'm back at work. You know, he loves going to work. Gives him purpose. He's just bored. So I talk. You know, I'm talking to him like 20 minutes a day now, just walking around this cruise, talking to. Well, it makes my brother that, on the phone. That makes sense. That's good that he's you know, that he's uh, looking to get back to work. I think that's a good sign. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a good sign. He he says his, his shoulder's getting better. You know, which is good. That's great. Well, should we do uh should we do it in the news? Yeah, let's do let's pick it up and do a happy thing. Yes. We got a we, yes, we have a, a feel good story. I don't know how I found this. I found this on Facebook. I don't understand how side note. I don't understand how Facebook videos work. You one one second you're watching a video and then it scrolls down. You like watching a video of like uh of like a comedian and then and then it's like uh, a dinosaur video is next it's just completely random the way facebook videos work but the next well, what i was watching some dumb video or whatever who cares and then the next one was about this uh little cute boy and his father and they help out um homeless people and the the little boy loves it it's like his favorite thing to do and it's really interesting uh, the r- and the the little boy is not does not have autism, and the father does not have autism o- either. But if you listen, it's really interesting the reason the father gives. Uh, we're gonna play it now. Let's roll it. Uh, here it goes. Would you like a sandwich? My name is Austin Piron, and I am four years old. My favorite thing in the world to do is feed the homeless. Austin and I were watching the animal show and there was a mother panda that was leaving her cubs. Austin began to get concerned and I told him that the panda would be homeless. It makes me feel sad. My idea was just to take Austin by one of the homeless shelters. We said, can we feed them? When a four-year-old asks you, you know, what, what can you say? 25 chicken sandwiches, no mayonnaise, please. Austin and I started with that one time, and when I figured out that Austin liked what he was doing, I decided to do it once a week. Because of you, 
that I want to be a better person, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Austin has a lot of compassion because he has a brother with autism. So since he was born, he's always been a nurturer of his brother. He's kind of like a little dad to him. Would you like a sandwich? Yes, sir. Don't forget to show love. Yes, sir. Show love me. You care about someone no matter what they look like. He likes being called a superhero. He's his own entity, President Austin. He doesn't like being called Superman. I heard from many residents across our city about President Austin's story. It is one of hope. It's one of our youngest generation gets it and understands the importance of helping others. You're welcome. Don't forget to show love. Well, that's it. What do you think, Graham? I think uh, I think it's unbelievable, little Austin. Yeah. If you didn't catch it, it's uh, his father attributes um, Austin... Austin's kindness towards strangers uh, because he has a brother with autism. And it looks like an older brother too. Yeah. Yeah. I I I yeah, which is the so he's taking care of his older brother. I mean, it's I I always said that that um you know, one of the I think I'm a little more compassionate just because I had to be growing up and um, I didn't really realize that until a couple years ago that I'm just a little more compassionate than other people. Uh, and I always was growing up, even as a little kid, and it's 100% because of Peter. And I, you know, my parents as well. My parents are volunteers. They they do a lot of extra work for the community, and it's all because of Peter. So, you know, these kids are uh, contributing in one way or another, their existence is profound, and I think it's really yeah. Their very society. existence affects the those around them and their loved ones. I think and how yeah. their loved ones interact with society. Yeah, Alex mm-hmm. is the same way. My daughter Alex is working on. She's a prolific writer. It's it's she's twenty one now, mm-hmm. and she's going on her fourth novel this year. She just grinds these out, and so wow. Yeah, she's 21, so you know she's still still growing as an artist. But you know, I told wow. her by the time you're 25 and you've been doing this 10 years, <laughs> you know, there's a 10,000 hour rule. Stuff's gonna be not that it's not good now, but you're gonna continue to grow as an artist, right? And I feel like one of her stories has to do with um, it's kind of a Narnia tale and a different world. Her brother can speak. It's very powerful uh, imagery uh, wow. surrounding wow. the disabled. Yeah. I very, had no very idea. Powerful. I had no idea that she was doing that. Yeah, it's amazing. It really it influences her writing. Obviously, you know, it's her brother, and she mm-hmm. loves him, and sure. So yeah, when's it's a. La- uh, when's the last time that? she saw? Her, when's the last time she saw her brother? It's been a while. Now. It's been about a year. I tried to get her out this year, but uh, she was she was. Uh, you know, she's going through her own stuff with you know her mom yeah. passing and. Um, yeah. The frustrations around that, I feel, you know, I've got my own baggage to, to deal with that, but I can't imagine trying to process that at, you know, 19 at 20, where you're trying to figure out your mom, you know, basically having a psychic break or whatever, and, and uh, stuff's hard to, to, to process, you know, how come she couldn't love me enough to stick around and not kill herself? That's stuff's tough to process as a kid, so. For anybody um, to process. Yeah, yeah. But I think as a child, too, you don't, not a child, but as a young adult, you don't have as many tools as, as you'd probably like. 
But um, I'm trying to get her over there in the spring. I'd like her to go. But she's an adult, so she makes her own schedule and her own time. And so. Yeah. And I do feel Is like she... as a sibling, you do have that two-edged sword, right, where you're more compassionate, but you rightfully might feel like everything in your life revolves around your sibling. And why can't some things revolve around me? Why does my schedule have to be revolved on him? And so that's a tough one, man. I don't want her to feel any extra guilt or anything about that. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I don't push I th- too hard. I mean, I can't speak for her, but I kids get it. Yeah. Kids get it. They go. This person needs help. I th- you, you, you get it pretty quickly. It's not. It's not. It's not like there's a an older or y- there's or younger star sibling that is the star quarterback of the football team, and, and you're some schlubby nerd, and all the parents love the star quarterback. It's not like that. It's not like you're not getting atten- attention because you're. Your parents are jerks. It's you're not getting attention because this person needs help, and you're crazy if you don't realize that. And then you learn to help too. But also, most of the time, parents are very good at uh, turning around and looking at their neuronormative child and being like, "We love you," you know. And and yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I think I, it's a tough issue. It doesn't say anything disparaging about her or anybody to to, to work through those feelings. But um, I'm sure yeah, you did a great job. I'm sure you did a great job, well, man. I did my yeah. best. Did my best. She's well, got a hard work. That's she got a, hard, she, I was going to say one last thing. She's got a great work ethic. But I mean, that's pretty. Yeah, good. that's that's it, right? I think in, yeah. in this kind of stuff, the it's all about the effort. I mean, I feel like hard work beats talent every day of the week. Yeah. Not that she's not talented, but yeah, the people that work the hardest get the. Yeah, eat the most. Imagine you had my talent. Where would you be? Holy cow. Uh, it'd be amazing. You and me are a complete man. Like if I had uh, <laughs> your looks and face and talent and my uh, inability to quit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we could be a complete human. Sorry, that was a perfect callback, though. We really, we really rounded it out. Talent in the beginning, just about my talent, and that's important. <laughs> um, that's important, but anyway, well, yeah, close it, close it out, Kirk. I was just gonna say it's a short episode this week, guys, uh, but we'll be back next week. Uh, as always, please take a second to like us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Kirk Smith Comedy on Facebook and uh, Twitter, and excuse me, and uh, Instagram and Twitter uh, for me. Tell us about your uh, Instagram, Graham. Instagram K, come on, you wanna follow me? It'll be fun and Mister. Graham K on Twitter. Oh baby, um, and yeah, I'm gonna. I was, I'll Guys, give we a, get. I, uh, go ahead. I was just say we we give thousands of uh, listens every week, and if we could get just a few of you, even ten percent, to get on that old, uh, that old uh, what's that called? Patreon. Patreon. And uh, yeah. we had a few technical difficulties this week, and it just highlights that uh, we do appreciate your money to buy equipment, get this thing loaded, it has to be hosted on a website, blah blah blah. I'm bore with the details, but Patreon dot com slash autastic p a t r e o n dot com c o m slash autastic a u s is that right a autastic a s t i c they know how to spell it they can just look at their phone um, guys thanks for listening you're the best guys have a great week you can do it <laughs>